time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Thursday, November 9th. Wednesday, gold reverted back to its traditional 24-hour trading pattern, where it rallies or goes sideways during Eastern Hemisphere physical trading, gets banged lower into the London AM price fix, and pushed off a cliff once the COMEX opens. Note that the three-stage transitions from physical trading to hybrid physical and derivatives trading to pure paper derivatives trading. The price declined from $1,974 per ounce at the closure of the Asian markets down to $1,956 by the afternoon Globex settlement. In addition to taking advantage of gold's overbought technical condition to help manage the price by inducing hedge fund selling, the Mining Stock Journal is certain that the price management team is trying to push gold lower to prevent the yellow metal from barking loudly and drawing closer attention to the FOMC's dovish policy pivot last week. Silver took a bit of a different trading path yesterday as it traded lower overnight, but then inexplicably took off higher shortly after the London AM price fix. The price ran from an overnight low of $22.39 per ounce to a high of $22.95 before the COMEX banks got control of the price and managed to take it down $0.32 from the high to settle at $22.63. The mining stocks were demolished again with the Amex Gold Bugs index down 2.8% and the GDX down 3.1%. The Mining Stock Journal, while irritated by the long, drawn-out underperformance of the mining stocks relative to gold and silver, believes that the mining stocks are near historically undervalued and are setting up for a monster move higher. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment. But first, a quick word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. Casino consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Snowline Gold announced additional drilling results from the Rogue Project in Yukon. Holes drilled within the valley intrusion show consistent gold mineralization across broad intervals from surface. Highlights included 372.9 meters, averaging 1.45 grams per ton gold in hole 56, and included 212 meters, grading 2.07 grams per ton from surface, and 359 meters, grading 1.34 grams per ton in hole 55 from surface, extending near surface more than 1 gram per ton gold mineralization by over 100 meters towards the open northeast edge of the mineralized system at Valley. Results are pending for 21 holes for 8,300 meters across four targets. Quote intervals of hundreds of meters averaging more than a gram per ton gold or even multiple grams per ton gold have not 
only be become the norm at Valley, but are without exception among 32 holes drilled to date within a core area spanning up to 600 meters by 400 meters in the western part of the intrusion, said CEO Scott Birdall in this morning's news release. Snowline Gold trades on the Venture Exchange with SGD and on the OTCQB with SNWGF. NextGen Energy has received ministerial approval under the Environmental Assessment Act of Saskatchewan to proceed with the development of its Rook One project, making it the first company in more than 20 years to receive full provincial environmental assessment approval for a uranium project in the province. With provincial EA approval now in place, NextGen has submitted all responses to the Federal Technical Review of the Rook Project Environmental Impact Statement as well as the initial applications for approvals of site earthworks, shaft sinking infrastructure, site water and mine waste management facilities, and associated ancillary infrastructure and services. Rook 1 will produce 28.8 million pounds of U308 per year during the first five years of a 10-year initial mine life. NextGen Energy trades on the TSX and the NYSC with NXE. Alamos Gold reported new results from near-mine and regional exploration drilling at the Island Gold in Ontario where underground exploration drilling continues to extend gold mineralization across the island gold deposit within the main E, 1E, and C zones. Highlights intercepts that extended high-grade mineralization outside of the mineral reserves and resources in E, 1E, and C zones included 3 meters of 95.4 grams per ton gold at the E, 1E, and 2 meters at 40.12 grams per ton in the C zone. The company said the transition from surface directional drilling to underground drilling this year has been a success and it is extending mineralization across the lateral extent of the main island gold deposit while also defining and growing an increasing number of new zones within the hanging wall and foot wall. A total of $14 million is budgeted for the exploration at Island Gold this year. Alamos Gold trades on the TSX with AGI and on the NYSE with AGI. American Eagle Gold has exercised its option to repurchase a 20% interest in its NAC Copper Gold Porphyry project from ORCAP InvestCorp. In December of 2022, the company financed $1 million of its initial drill campaign at NAC by selling or cap an option to acquire a 20% interest in NAC. The value of the option repurchase is valued at $1.5 million and will be repaid by issuing just under 7 million shares of the company to ORCAP. American Eagle now owns 100% of the project. They do trade on the venture with AE and on the OTCQB with AMEGF. And Revival Gold announced a non-broker private placement this morning of up to 11 million units of the company at a price of $0.35 for a total proceed of just under $4 million Canadian. Each unit consists of one common share and one half of one common share purchase warrant at an exercise price of $0.45. Proceeds will be used to continue development into technical reporting 
this year at Bear Track Arnett in Idaho. Revival Gold trades on the Venture with RVG and on the OTCQX with RVLGF. All right, that's a wrap here this morning on the morning briefing. Uh, a little bit of a programming note. We will not have any morning briefings next week while attending the Zurich Precious Metals Summit and probably the following week while attending the Deutsche Mess in Frankfurt. So uh, I guess that's a say in show business. That's a wrap here in the morning briefing, but we'll have a ton of corporate updates throughout the next couple of weeks from these events to share with all the listeners out there. But before we get there, we have a huge, huge long-form discussion with both Barry Knapp and Michael Oliver coming up tomorrow morning to get you into the weekend. So that's one to be looking forward to. All right, everybody, this is Trevor Hall signing off from the morning briefing. Have a wonderful day. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.